BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ryan McCarthy watching in upstate New York says, why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flynn Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learned today that Flynn Flon Manitoba stands for Flintibetty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, yes it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. And welcome inside Hour 2 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're live across Canada on the Game Plus Television Network on the air in 31 U.S. states, also on Game Plus, and then on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. Listen up, Atlanta, because we're going to be talking about key radio here in a few moments. Big one for the Falcons this weekend as they're in Tennessee. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. He's still okay. sipping the coffee. Do you travel with when you're you're in a hotel room? Moose, do you travel with coffee pods? How many coffee pods have you gone through today so far? This is only my second one. This is only my second one. Um, I'll I'll probably go through three a day. Like I I limit it to three a okay. day. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Well, <laughs> doctor says you're only allowed to have one cup of coffee. One cup of coffee. Okay. No problem. Here's my cup. It's the size of my head. Yeah, this thing is tiny. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got deal or no deal NFL coming up. I want to have fun. I want to let the reins out. I want to uh, tell a few stories here an hour or two. Daniela Ponticelli coming up as well. I don't know where to begin other than uh, starting about Kana Bedard. He's at Vegas. And I think the rest of the Chicago Blackhawks are there too, but it's Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks at Vegas in a day game today out there. And uh, when I talk about having fun here, Moose, Jason and Red Deer yeah. from the Puck and Pigskin podcast, who I know you were on his show the other day, he wrote in and with some comment about Serena's thoughts about Connor Bedard and that he's not all that. And I just want to clarify something on her behalf, because she's busy right now, or I'd bring her on to talk about it herself. She addressed it, her thoughts on Connor Bedard in this week's Cats and Bolts podcast, which drops this afternoon from Podcast Junkie Studio in downtown Boca. She said, yes, when Connor Bedard got benched in the World Juniors, 2022 World Juniors, yeah, in Edmonton, she said he was underwhelming. And she's like, that stuck with me forever. I'm not saying he's underwhelming now, but he was then. And that stuck with me. That's not how I feel. 
And I was like, well, sister, welcome to the media world again. <laughs> You've had a 20-year gap in between the last time you were in it, but here we are, where one little thing out of your mouth, people will not let go and will not forget. And um, she's okay with it, but she's learning to live with it. And again, the Cats and Bolts podcast drops this afternoon because it, it took it's taken me two years to realize this. The people in South Florida don't want the CFL talk, and the people in Canada aren't necessarily down with the Panthers, Lightning, and Dolphins talk. I get it, but what am I supposed to do? So we started the Panthers and Lightning podcast, and it's going over gangbusters. And this Sunday, the Dolphins are home to the New England Patriots, and I'm going to the game in a suite. And this is where it's important where that I'm on the radio in Atlanta with you every day, WQEE. Remember what I tell you last year, Moose? I got introduced to all these rich guys, and they said, this is Rod. He's got a radio show in Atlanta. And I'm like, Gabby, yeah, yeah, guess I do. <laughs> I guess I do. But having said that, we're still going to talk about the Canadian Football League because it's a football Friday, and it's in my DNA, and I love it so much. So for the Oilers fans and the Flames fans that have come here to cry and whine today about your teams, I, got, I get it. But maybe just take your brain out. Put the crying towel away and let's have a little fun with storytelling because that's what we do every day here uh, on the RP show. What do you think, Moose? What do you think about everything? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And, you know, Serena is learning that, right? Um, I'm a big believer, as I, and I think you are a little bit too. Like, we live in a different world than we did yesterday. And so I can make a new opinion today based on new information and things that have happened. Doesn't mean people are going to remember or forget about what you said yesterday. They're going to hold you to it yesterday. So you may ch you may evolve your opinion, but you got to be okay being uh, being held to uh, maybe what you well, said. Well, you listen. We're going to get to the sports talk. Believe me, and this is kind of that, but this is important. I think for everybody to know, including the 1.4 million new viewers that we have now tuned in on Shaw, and we haven't forgotten all those watching on Telus and all those in Eastern Canada. But you got to understand something. A uh, minor hockey team went into the overtime hockey lanes in Calgary yesterday. I don't know if you saw the video. I put it on our story, or maybe it was my own personal story. They all crowded around the lane that says Rod Peterson Show in Calgary over the net, and they went on the count of three. One, two, three. Rod Peterson, the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <sighs> they filmed it and sent it. And I put it on my story, but this is what I've realized after two years of trying. It's a good legacy to have, voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for 20 years. But it was five years ago that I left. And I can't retire on that. I still got a lot of years of working. And that doesn't do me any good. So I tried for a long time to cover the Flames and go to the Stamps games. But in Canada, I'll always be known as the Rider guy. And that's awesome. But that didn't help me today in south florida doing this show nor atlanta you get it i think you get it right we can be more things oh, yeah. but i can't be the voice of the riders for the rest of my life i can't i'd go broke i'd go out of business <laughs> so uh trust me i would so leanne writes in and says my brother has lived in the states for 25 years he got named the canuck by american buddies now it's stuck and it's shortened to nuck thank you leanne what we were pointing out was that um with my club that i was with last night they started calling me canada and i'm like 
I'll take it. I've been called far worse. That's their way of, because I'm the only Canadian in the club, and I'm quite proud of that. And it's a wonderful segue here. We uh, chatted with Jim Barker yesterday, or sorry, last hour. These games in the Canadian Football League this weekend, I don't care what the players say and what the media says and the teams, because they're trying to sell tickets, they're trying to get you to watch, but they are meaningless games. And I really want your take on this, Darren. The, 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 the American viewers that don't know need to know that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are the Dallas Cowboys of Canada. They were long before I showed up, and they will be long after I'm gone. So what's moving the needle is who will be the next head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because they fired Craig Dickinson less than a week ago. And that's one other thing I wanted to talk about. I feel bad for Dickey. We've been close friends. I don't know what he's going to do next. If he wants to coach somewhere, he will. I've talked to friends of Craig. I haven't talked to Craig, but he doesn't need to work. He doesn't need to work. He's made a lot of money over a long period of time. And some have said he might just retire to the mountains of Montana and be a ski bunny, which is kind of what he wants to do anyways. You know, he, he could do that. Probably won't, but he could. And some have said, Nick Saragella and Esteban, they're like, the body's not even cold yet, and you guys are talking about the next coach. I'm like, get over it. We've all been fired. Nick, you've been fired. I've been fired. Darren's been fired. We got to get over that. This is the world. This is sports. We're going to talk about the next job. Sorry. How do you think it felt when I got fired? And within the by supper time, they're talking about who's going to be the next guy. It's the way that it is. That's for Craig to deal with, not us. And so Barker says it's got to be Scott Milanovic. And I do not agree. I think it has to be Henry Burris. It has to be Henry Burris. And I don't think I can be convinced otherwise. What do you think? Okay. I think there's some, um, you know, opportunity. Like, I don't think it has to just be one guy. Like, I think there's multiple qualified. It has to be one head coach. <laughs> no, but I, yes. But I don't, like, I'm not stuck on one guy or the other. Like, I think there's a lot of winning formulas there when it comes to who's the next coach of the Riders. Um, what are you talking about? The next coach of the Riders? Can get Ryan out of here, me? Dunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get out of here. He can't hear me, though. Hot damn. <laughs> he just broke in. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Like, he key? didn't have a key to your room. He didn't. Yep. He just got yeah. into town. Anyways. I'm not stuck on it needing to be one guy or the other. I think there's multiple qualified candidates. And, you know, as we see who, you know, ends up on a short list and who gets interviewed and we go down this process, um, I think, you know, both Scott or Henry would be a good fit. We talked about Henry and, like, the universe things, him coming back finally. I, there's something really strong there that leans, leads me that way, but I like Scott too. I'm just screenshotting the picture of Dunk busting in. Is he still in your room? <laughs> he is. Is he? <laughs> okay, I'm just screenshotting it. Um, no, listen. I don't know how he got a so key. So you're saying you would... It's a, yeah, that's what's totally got you wigged out. What has you... Like, would you interview both? Like, I, I would literally... Here's the thing. I would. I've hired people before. I've hired people before. I've fired people before. And it's worked fine. I'm still in business for myself. And it's going well and, you know, nothing to do with this show at all. Because my all thing was always, when I want somebody, I'll go get him or her. Because mm -hmm. I've had to fire women before, too, that didn't work out. I fired men. Um, I know who I want. I went and hired him. 
and some are still working for me, and some, it didn't work out the way that I thought that it would. But I did not go through this long pomp and circumstance. It's 111 Eastern, by the way. 1111 Mountain. 111 Eastern. 1111 Mountain. Um, just before Dunk leaves the room, I, I'm afraid he's going to leave before he has a chance to ask him this question. Who would he hire as coach of the Riders if he was the GM? Real quick ask. Who would you hire as coach of the Riders if you're, if you're the GM? He says he's not quite there yet. No, you get one answer today. Yeah. There's a good gun to his head. <laughs> Tell him there's a Corey gun to Mace. his head. Corey Mace. Corey I'm Mace. Okay. Fair. Uh, let me write this down. Now, I would not go through the pomp and the circumstance pageantry. Jeff Gordon in Regina watching. He says, interview everyone. You never know who will shine or not. Al, Jeremy and I are, uh, O'Day, are close to the same age. Our first season with the Rough Riders was the same, 1999. So yeah. my point being Jeremy's known Henry Burris for as long as me. And I don't know who O'Day's going to hire at all. I don't know. I've got people internally saying it has to be Henry Burris. I've got people internally saying it has to be Scott Milanovich. So O'Day's going to be the one that has to break the tie. But you get where I'm... It's in my commentary today, which you probably haven't had time to yeah. read. But Henry Burris is alum. He's played there. He gets the province. He gets the fans. Milanovic, to me, it's just another job. Scott Milanovic would be fine. He's a good guy. Scott and I are the exact same age. You couldn't go wrong with hiring Scott Milanovic. But he's probably not going to be going to banquets in the offseason. He's not going to be promoting the brand. He's going to be another Chris Jones. Whereas Henry, there's a little more. And don't get at me that Henry's never been a head coach. Henry's never been this. Ken Austin hadn't been either. And he, he worked out just fine. Um, what would be the reason not to hire Henry? Yeah, no, I know, right? Um, it would only be that somebody else knocks your socks off even more. Uh, you need to you need to try and hire the, the the guy that you want the most. Scott's interesting because I think you know we see what's happening um, in the league, but we also see what's happening south of the border in the National Football League. Andy Reid in, in Kansas City and Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, John McVay in, in L.A. These young offensive minds. Now Andy Reid's not young, but these offensive minds that would be a little bit of an appeal for a Milanovic. But I'm with you. Like let's. Not, there's nothing, I'm just going to put Jason Shivers out there, for example. You mentioned that he's going to you know, interview. Um, if they don't actually look at him or an assistant or anybody else and want to hire him, don't interview him. If you don't think at all that you might want to hire somebody, don't interview them. Only interview people who you would be comfortable being the next coach of your team. I didn't know that this was a term, and maybe you did. Uh, they're writing it. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Wanderers. Did you know that that was a term? Wanderers? Not staying in one place too long? Like the littlest, littlest hobo? I've never heard a term for it, but I'm glad that yeah. there is a name for it, if that's a thing. I've never heard that before. Randolph in Toronto says, Chris Jones is the ultimate wanderer. Well, so what? Jeff the Stams fan says Ken Austin's a wanderer too. Yeah, he breezed in, won a Grey Cup, and left. Would you rather have a guy that show up for one year and win or a guy that's going to be there for 20 years because nobody else wants him and you don't win? I know what I would take. Who cares if they're a wanderer? Who cares at all? This is the kind of show that Arlen Bruce III can get down on. 
a football Friday. Arlen writes in and he says, Ryan Phillips would be a great candidate as well as Paul LaPolice. I feel bad for Paul LaPolice because it didn't work for him in Winnipeg. Ottawa was supposed to be his redemption story. It didn't work for him there. And if you bring his name up, because you know Lapo's like family to me, but you bring his name up to anybody in CFL circles and they're like, nope, nope. And anybody that I've talked to, and certainly the fans, I'm not sure that it's right because it hasn't exactly worked for Bob Dice in Ottawa either. I'm not sure Lapo's the problem, but people think that it is. Talk about things that are hard to shake. And I don't know where he oh. gets his next opportunity. I know. I, I kind of thought maybe an outside shot, like, does he end up back in Saskatchewan as an offensive coordinator? I think that's probably going to be the opportunity. And as we've kind of thought, maybe that's where, you know, his wheelhouse is running the offense, lean into that. And maybe the head coach thing is not happening, at least for the next little while. Henry Burris solves it all. And listen, in some cases of the wanderer thing, I like the term. I like it. I've never heard it before, but I, I get it. A lot of guys don't want to be wanderers. It just happened that way. Henry did not want to leave Saskatchewan. Henry did not want to leave Calgary. Pretty damn sure Henry didn't want to leave Jacksonville. And every situation's different. I mean, Henry tried the TV thing. It wasn't for him. It's not for a lot of guys. I'll tell you what. Those guys on the TSN panel, you ask them all, they'd rather be coaching. They would. That is a fact. Jack or Jim Barker would rather be in management. But it's things happen. We don't. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if we could all write our own script, Bob? Doesn't work that way. Uh, uh, one more, and then we'll break. Boy, we're really getting into it now. Randolph in Toronto writes in. He says, how about Richie Hall as a head coach? Well, it's head and shoulders. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Whether it's right or wrong, Richie Hall got that opportunity in Edmonton. It didn't go well, and he was deemed not to be head coaching material. George Cortez... I love him. You know that, Darren. You got to meet him in Houston. Um, got the one opportunity in Hamilton. It didn't go well. Was deemed not head coaching material. You know, and I think that's what's been deemed with Paul Police. I don't believe it, but that's the take out there. Uh, Leanne says, Henry's a breath of fresh air. He had thick skin as a player, has thick skin now, young and enthusiasm every day. To be honest, his skin wasn't as thick as you think. A lot of that stuff bothered him, but it also fueled him. And it might still, to use the phrase of my American friends, all y'all dumping on Henry now, saying he's not ready, he's not this, he's not that. All that's doing is motivating him. And by the way, he wants it. He's got on record as saying it. So we'll continue all this when we come back. We're going to play NFL, Deal or No Deal, and Daniela Ponticelli coming up too. It's a fantastic football Friday here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. 
Okay. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, Sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it. We don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. Hey, everybody. Football Friday continues. Don't mind the crown. I do want to tell you that Manscaped has done it again, guys. That's right. Introducing the Handyman Facial Razor. It's brand new. Not for your junk. It's for up top. And like every Manscaped product, tons of thoughts gone into it. Sleek, compact, charges by USB. We all have problems fitting our razors into our shaving kits, right, for the road trips. Not anymore. Not with a handyman. It's the size of your cellular phone, pretty much. You can order yours now at manscaped.com. And with the promo code VRPSHOW, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. I'm not joking. VRP shows the promo code at manscaped.com. Let's bring the moose in. And moose, I, um, shame on me. I was shaving this morning. And for the first time, what have I had this thing? Two months. I finally have to charge it. It's gone two months without having to charge it. And I was holding it. I'm like, it's actually, listen, it's the size of my cell phone, but I have an iPhone mini. It's like the old school. Do you have the big one? That's like the size of a small iPad. You do, don't you? <laughs> or do you have a small one it's like a bigger me? one? No, I have a bigger one. Yeah, and some days it feels like it might be like one of those iPad minis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, mine's a, so it's the size of my iPhone mini. I'm not joking. It's, it's so then for the first time I've had to charge it. How about that? So it's the, that? I was sitting there this morning. I was looking at my array of manscaped tools. I'm like, I feel like a flipping gardener. I got the handyman. I got the weed whacker. 
I got on all three utensils from Manscaped. I literally <laughs> think they're the greatest, and I would not steer you wrong. Look at me. Does this not look like a guy that's a serious guy? Very. I would not steer you wrong. Yeah, go to manscaped.com. The weed whacker, the handyman, and the lawnmower. That's what it is, the yeah. one with a headlight on it. I, I got all three. All right. You ready to play Deal or No Deal, man? I'm ready. You're always down to talk some National Football League. Here we go. Deal or No Deal NFL edition for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Do us a favor. Go to betregal.ca this weekend. Join and start playing. We don't ask you to do much. Please do that and support our sponsors. So, Darren, we start with Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. The Jaguars are favorites on the road, 2.5 at Bet, uh, Bet Regal. Deal or No Deal? I like Jacksonville, but there's a, a saying about home dogs. Um, I don't love cliches like that, but I like Mike Tomlin at home, especially if you're giving him points. So I'll take uh, no deal. I'll take Pittsburgh. I'm taking the deal. Los Angeles Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys favored by six at home. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. I think they've turned a corner. It's a deal from me, dog. L.A. sweep. Coming off a bye. How about them Cowboys? How about Philadelphia that? at Washington? Another NFC Eastern showdown for the Commanders. Eagles favored by seven in Washington. Deal or no deal? Division games are always close, but closer than you think. But I'll take Philly. Uh, so you got a deal for me. Their defense got better with the addition of Kevin Byard this week. Times two. The Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. The Vikings are favored by a point and a half on the road. Deal or no deal? I'll take that deal. I didn't like what I saw to Green Bay last week, and I liked what I saw to Kirk Cousins on Monday night. It's a deal for me, and the Packers have lost three in a row. You can make it four. Most sneaky game of the week, Houston at Carolina. The top two picks of last year's draft going at it. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Texans favored by three and a half on the road at Carolina. Deal or no deal? This is tough. I think C.J. Stroud's been better. But I'll take Carolina to, for the upset. Uh, no deal from Moose. I will take the deal. I'm a believer in C.J. Stroud. How about that? And the Panthers are done. There goes your ride, Moose. Can you hear it? <laughs> New Orleans at Indianapolis. The Saints are favored by one point. Deal or no deal? I will take the deal. I'll take the deal. Uh, for me, that's a tough one. One point. Uh, I'm going to take the deal as well. Colts are done. The game that I'll be at, the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by nine and a half. It's the most whopping point spread of the week. Dolphins by nine and a half over the Patriots. Deal or no deal? No deal. I think the Dolphins will win, but this is a division game, and Mac Jones looked better last week, so I think they'll, uh, they'll cover. Finns are coming off a big loss, an embarrassing loss at Philadelphia last week. Uh, they're going to wax Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I can't wait. It's a deal from me. The Battle of New York at the Meadowlands. New York Jets at New York Giants. The Gotham Green are favored by three. Deal or no deal? Deal. And, and hard to believe they'll be above 500 after this week. I'm going for lunch with Chris Sanford tomorrow. Um, I'm saying no deal. I'm going to take the Giants to win outright. 
And T-Mobile, Tyrod Taylor is the first black quarterback to win a game at quarterback for the Giants in 15 years. That's the way they say it up there. And I'm like, well, no kidding. Eli Manning's been the quarterback for two decades. Atlanta Falcons at the Tennessee Titans. The Falcons are favored by two and a half on the road. Deal or no deal? No deal for me. Um, Lots of really bad things happening in Tennessee, but they'll be in the throwbacks, and I think that's enough to give them a win. It's a deal for me, no deal for Moose. Uh, they're, saying, they're saying rebuilding time in Tennessee. Darren doesn't want to hear it, but that's what I'm hearing. Cleveland at Seattle. The Seahawks are favored by 3.5 at Lumen Field. Deal or no deal? You got a deal for me on that one. I'll take the Seahawks. Yeah, me too. We got to speed it up now. That's on me. Baltimore at Arizona. The Ravens are favored by 9.5. Deal or no deal? Deal. Yeah, Cardinals are a grease fire. Kansas City at Denver. The Chiefs are favored by seven. Deal or no deal? Uh, No deal. I think it'll be closer than that, but I don't think there's any threat of the Chiefs losing. Wow. I'll take the deal. I think they'll win by 14. Cincinnati at San Francisco. Our viewers seem to think that's the game of the week. The 49ers are favored by four. Deal or no deal? No deal. I saw the line at Bet Regal at five and a half earlier in the week. We don't know what Brock Purdy's status is for sure. So I'll take Cincy to cover. Uh, same here. No deal for both of us. Chicago Bears at Los Angeles Chargers. L.A. favored by eight and a half. They say if the Chargers lose, Brandon Staley is going to be fired the head coach. Deal or no deal, Chargers by eight and a half over the Bears. No deal. They just don't look right. And, and But no deal. They'll cover. Same here. And Monday night football, Las Vegas Raiders at Detroit Lions. The Lions favored by eight. Deal or no deal? Deal to get right game for Dan Campbell's Lions. I'm with you. Sign up at betregal.ca, our exclusive betting partner and official. Get those memberships going, everybody, and have some fun this weekend with BetRegal. And please bet responsibly. I'm taking this off because I'm dying of heat. You've been down here, Moose. You know what it's like. Um, I get such a kick out of this. I wish when you were here, it was fast. How long were you here? Five days? Was it even that long? Yeah, about that. Well, we didn't really have a chance to do my normal things. I would have loved to have introduced you to my guys in my club. But the, just <laughs> they referred to the Detroit, Detroit Lions last night as the kittens. <laughs> like, <laughs> the kittens. Uh, yeah, it just, it's, it's all NFL all the time with this, not just with my gang, but with everybody down here. And I can't wait to get to the Patriots and the Dolphins. Uh, I'm going with my guys and we're going to be sitting in a suite and I'm going to be, yeah, you just wait, follow my social media this weekend. It's going to be big fun. I think very entertaining to follow, but I didn't really get your take because we didn't have time earlier on the NHL suspending Shane Pinto of the Ottawa Senators' 41 games. It's been revealed, if it's true, that he didn't even bet on NHL games. He just wagered on sports games, and for that reason, he's been suspended for 41 games. And I'm sitting there listening to the coverage, and a lot of what I listened to was from NHL radio, and Scott Laughlin was going off, and Scott's a longtime personal friend of mine. But I, as a guy that knows the ins and outs of the addiction industry and the sin industries, alcohol, drugs, um, betting, they're all, sorry, but they're all lopped in there. They are. 
We don't know the ins and outs of what went on with Shane Pinto. We don't know if he'd been warned. We don't know what black and white, white rules he broke. We don't know how long the investigation had been going on. We don't know if he admitted to it or not. There's a whole lot of things that we don't know. Do you think we'll ever know all the details around this? We won't, probably. Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot of, th you know, why can't he bet on baseball? He's not playing baseball, you know. Why can't Austin Matthews go out and not get harassed at the grocery store? You know, why do we need to know what's up with his, you know, um, COVID diagnosis? Um, why do we got to know who Connor McDavid's dating, right? Well, when you get something, you have to give up something, right? And, and it's just the way it is for a pro athlete. When you're a pro athlete, you don't get to eat cheesecake for dessert, and you don't get to gamble on sports, period. There doesn't need to be an answer. You don't need to be a reason. It, it's, you can whine that it's not fair, but it's just the way that it is. You can't do it. Um, we can't blur those lines. Um, we can't, you know, have any sort of, you know, possibility of, um, you know, the sanctity of betting and, and, you know, anything potentially scandalous going on. So you have to do the time. And this is the first ever suspension for something like this in the National Hockey League. And they've decided to make it a big one to send a message, and it's unfortunate Shane Pinto's going to deal, you know, a 41-game suspension, but he's the first one to do this and get caught, so he's got to serve the biggest time. Yeah, I don't know what Jeff the Stamps fan, he writes in, Jeff the Stamps fan says, that's true, Rod. I don't know specifically what he's referring to. I think it's just to my monologue of there's a whole lot of information here that we don't know. I'm guessing that's what you're saying. You took a little bit of a different stance than I thought you would, but you a very eloquent one in that you are held not necessarily to a higher standard but to a different standard when yeah. you're a pro athlete i mean i look at uh, pete rose honestly he might have been able to be in the hall of fame if he'd admitted to gambling on red so uh reds games but he wouldn't admit it and maybe shane pinto wouldn't admit it it's like we have proof that you did it nope dude i deal with it all the time all the time so we don't know the ins and outs of this and uh, to tar and feather the nhl because i'm not saying they're perfect like i said they first you could have pride tape and you couldn't have pride tape now you can again they don't know what they're doing either but in this case i gotta side with the nhl moose we're done stick around for the daniela interview she's next she's a close friend of yours that'll be great and have a great weekend and oh, yeah. break a leg tomorrow Thank you very much. Enjoy the, the football game Sunday. Thank you. Groundbreaking broadcaster Daniela Ponticelli joins us next on a Football Friday. We are live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Welcome back to a Football Friday, everybody. We've got a lot of great comments that have come in from the audience. We're going to pump the brakes on those, and we'll get to them next segment in overtime audience takeover as well as a sports update because we're... Well, then and those comments have to do with Shane Pinto. So thank you, guys and gals. But speaking of gals, let's bring in Daniela Ponticelli now. And I'm very happy for her. She made the announcement that last weekend's Rough Riders broadcast would be her final one. She's moving on like Hank Snow, but I don't think you said where. Did you? I can't hear. Is that a me problem or a her problem? 
Okay, one second. Uh, one second, Clark said. Now we got, you got we got me? you now. Let's do it all over again. Yes, we Perfect. do. It was an us <laughs> problem. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't live, think you said where you're that's going. Live did you? TV for you. I did not. Yeah. So I'm not going to give too much more other than I am headed to the GTA. I'm headed east uh, to the greater Toronto area. Yes. And I'm working on some exciting opportunities. But Rod, you know this business. So there's some conversations happening and, and things like that. But uh, when the decision comes out, when things are, are finalized or a little bit more finalized, I can certainly share that more publicly. But right now, I'm just embracing this time. And just a slight thing. Not my final, final rider broadcast. There will be some pregame shows happening before the West Semi and the West Final as well. Okay, sorry. Uh, well, yeah, Rough Riders won't be playing in it, but hey. No, you know, so it really uh, was the end yeah. of all of that and so abrupt, yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. I mean, it's semantics, whatever. But listen, you were on our <laughs> show for the first time a couple of years ago, one of our first shows at Great yeah. Eagle. And uh, that's, you know, you and I had met before. That was the first time we'd ever been on the air together, though. What are two years in between? For those that don't know, take our amazing. viewers and audience, radio audience through that. Yeah. I'll try to give a quick uh, summary here, Rod. But yes, when I, when I met you there, I was in town for University of Saskatchewan women's hockey. So the Huskies were playing in Calgary, and that was still the regular season that year, uh, 21 to 22. They ended up going to nationals, and it was just an incredible year because it was the first time I had called hockey, truly, and I was doing radio calls for it, loved it. Uh, and then it grew from there. I got in into the football side of things in the summer just to you know, cover off those months because you go from hockey to not having any hockey and then football. And it was just great. I loved it. Um, got into doing the pre and post game shows for the rider radio broadcasts and doing home sidelines. So that was a really incredible experience as well. Team did not go off into the playoffs last year either. So I'm back into Huskies women's hockey. They have a great season, but they don't make it to nationals. I'm thinking this is it. This is the last time I'm going to get to call, you know, hockey for a while. And that was not the case because they didn't make it in. I was actually able to go and call at the Nationals in Montreal last year. And then from there, IIHF Women's Hockey in Brampton when they held the championship there. And it's just been a whirlwind. Para hockey as well with Darren DuPont, who is, Bingo. as you said, a, a good friend. Yeah. And... It's just been such an incredible ride. I went back to doing football. And so now it's just a matter of kind of finding finding my next steps. But like I said, things are happening. I'm uh, The move is a personal and professional decision. So it's not just going to benefit the career side of things. It's also uh, another step in my personal life, too. Well, excited for you. I hope you... You seem very, you smile every time you bring it up. So you're obviously <laughs> happy with this, with this latest move. Yes. And it's going to be, it's always bittersweet. Saskatchewan has been my adopted home for so long. I've been there for the better part of a decade. And it's where I really, really fell in love with the CFL. I always liked the CFL. I always enjoyed it. But there's nothing like being in Rider Nation, in the heartland of football. It, it really sucks you in. You can't really deny it. If you love the sport, it just becomes that much more ingrained. And to get a chance to work with the team, I'm still working on a podcast with the riders called Air It Out. So that's continuing at least for the next little bit. We're going to wrap up season one soon. And it's just been an amazing experience, even with the outcomes not being what we want it to be <laughs> uh, from, the, from the working side of things. It's been amazing.
Well, that's two straight seasons out of the playoffs, and we don't need to get into all that, but I will say this. I've done those jobs that you've been doing, and they ain't easy. And uh, that call-in show, I was doing it in the 90s, which is very similar to where the Rough Riders are now. Um, can you just on a personal level say what it's like to field those calls from a very angry fan base? I uh, just so you know, it only goes up from here. I've never done anything more difficult in my career than that. Okay, well, that's good to hear, Rod. That <laughs> I appreciate that. I think it's such a bittersweet thing for me because as much as it can be an, an interesting mix, you're just in a room and you get, okay, who's up next, right? You don't really know what you're going to hear. You don't know what to expect. You kind of get a pulse on, on the feel and the tone by a couple calls in. But I genuinely love it because I love talking to people. I love hearing from people, even if they're mad, even if they're a lot of them were more sad, honestly, by the end of the season. It, it came down to emotion and disappointment and sadness. And that was pretty hard to hear because sports should be that escape, right? It should be that, that thing that you enjoy, that you're entertained by, that maybe you're disappointed in when your team doesn't win. But when it comes to sadness and just overwhelming disappointment, right, that part is a bit, uh, bit heart-wrenching. But I really genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, because I got to work with people like Wes Cates, the professor Don here, we have a great team hmm. and they're just such a good crew. And we're there until two, three, two in the morning. I think two 30 in the morning was our latest ending the one night. And uh, that one was hard because you're, you're getting a little sleepy and everyone's upset and you're kind of upset too, right? Like it's hard to not feed off that emotion of, of what people are feeling. So it was a great, great ride. And that part I'm, I'm sad to see go for sure. What about calling the uh, Regina Pats game on television and being the first female TV broadcaster in dub history? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's always... It's hard sometimes to find the words for it because it is both very humbling and also unbelievable. And I want to give a very special shout out to Serena, of course, because she was the first woman to call play by play in the WHL. And she did it on radio and she did it in the early 2000s when it was even even more shocking to have a woman behind the mic in that in that space. So, you know, I stand on on the shoulders of people like her. Right. I'm it, it just it is sometimes mind blowing to think there's still opportunities for firsts, even in 2023. So. If I get a chance to to get that, um, I just want to do my best and I want to kick the door even wider for everybody else, right? For everyone else that's coming up and, and wants to believe and wants to do the work to get there. And I've just been so grateful to be trusted with these opportunities. And I, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. And the WHL calls, uh, there's only, there were only ever going to be a few of those because I knew about my upcoming move prior to it. So it's also just really special that I get to do a few more before, uh, before I leave. And the next one will be next Wednesday coming up against the Prince Albert Raiders. So it'll be a good one. Ah, oh, that's pretty exciting. And it's interesting that you say that about not, or being trusted with it because, uh, I don't know you that well, but I knew that that wasn't any big gamble putting you on the air there. I guess it might be with some, but uh, kudos to you that you never dropped the ball. But I didn't think you would. Um, cl clearly, there's some sense of confidence that you have. I mean, you and I have talked about your growing up in Winnipeg as an immigrant child. Uh, I would think this is child's play compared to what you've been through and your family. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it's amazing how life gives you opportunities to grow and and move through things. I've certainly done harder things in life uh if you want yeah. to compare, you know, apples and oranges, but but truthfully it does take it does take courage to show up every day and to do something where you're going to make mistakes and be okay with that and do it in such a public mm -hmm. public space. I've just been so fortunate that Saskatchewan um, it's just been such an incredible place. Here's, I'm going to tell you something that may, might seem a little strange, but I actually, I left Saskatchewan after working there for two years to take a job opportunity back in Winnipeg. It was, it was also for two years. And then I went back to Saskatchewan and, uh, a friend of mine got me a chakra reading. I don't know if you've ever done one of those Rod, but, uh, uh I mean, yes. I went to it. I thought this was, I thought this was really interesting. And one of the things that came up because I'd never felt like I was done in Saskatchewan and they, uh, I sort of got this, this message that Saskatchewan is going to be absolutely fertile soil for your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, even those you don't know yet. And I left that and I went, okay, you know, <laughs> didn't know what that meant, didn't know if I would be back. And sure enough, you know, I think back to that moment, I'm like, wow, okay, because that's exactly what it's been. It's been supportive. It's been hard too. I mean, not everyone is going to welcome you with open arms, but that's this industry, right? And it's about navigating all of that and continuing to have, as you said, some confidence. But there are times when you don't always feel that confident. <laughs> you just got to do it anyway. Yeah. You got to move through it. And you know that. Of course. Well, I've never been afraid to take chances and don't really care what people think. And I knew that it would go well in Saskatchewan because I know the kind of people that are rider fans and the people you'd be broadcasting to. And I knew that they would be classy to you and, and they have been. Uh, and by the way, you they ask if been. I had one of those readings. I have several. And uh, the very first one I said, said run to what feels good, run away from Whoa. what feels bad. And I was like, can I write that down? Uh, so <laughs> I would suggest to everybody, it's very, very worthwhile to spend some time and money on those. Um, hey, Daniela, I know you're busy. We will let you go, but kudos again to everything. And thanks for the time and please keep in touch. Oh, of course. Thank you so much, Rod. Appreciate it. All right. Groundbreaking broadcaster, Daniela Ponticelli. When we come back, overtime. That's all I got to say. You know what it is. When we return on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today.
Hi, my name is Logan Stankoven. And I'm Connor Bedard. We're both Hockey Gives Blood player ambassadors and proud to be blood donors. There are thousands of patients each year in Canada that rely on a generous stranger to save their life. Please book an appointment today to donate blood at blood.ca slash HGB. IKS Game Day wishes to congratulate the city of Esteban and Affinity Place on their brand new center ice display. This state-of-the-art score clock features five LED faces with full motion graphics, scoring integration, and our new halo mounting system. If it's time for an upgrade, let us show you how to deliver the best fan experience. You can find us at IKSGameDay.com. Here's how your business can be a part of Canada's fastest growing sports talk show. All you have to do is contact us and we will tell you all about the dynamic and exciting marketing opportunities we have utilizing a fully integrated 360 degree multi-platform. Imagine your business seen and heard across Canada on Game Plus TV and around the world on the Rod Peterson Digital Network. You will use one of the most overused expressions in sports. You gotta be kidding me. Get your business involved. Contact the Rod Peterson Show today. It's overtime. Glad to have you aboard. Wrapping up the week, wrapping up a wonderful Football Friday. And as you know, Football Friday is brought to you, well, overtime specifically is brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. It's a perfect fit, isn't it? Where skill and fun collide, where it's an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. And indulge me for one second, and then I'll get into what all my other comments are that are coming in from everybody. Uh, but Overtime Hockey Lane, just go check it out. It's winter time there, as you know. What else are you going to do? Book a lane. This weekend, do it. But call ahead of time if you don't mind. Ask for Randy or Michelle at Overtime Hockey Lanes and tell me it wasn't the best fun that you've had that you can remember. That's all I got to say. Just a slap shot from the old Crossroads Flea Market Overtime Hockey Lanes. There was an Okotoks 11U, U11 team go in there last night. And they all gathered around the net in the Rod Peterson show lane. And they all, it's on my Instagram story at Rod Peterson official. They all said, voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, all of these kids. And I'm like, I, sure. It's been five years, but after, and it's cool. It's cool. It's great. I'm very proud of that, but I can't live the rest of my life on that. If I expect to be on the air in other places forever. So um, thanks for that, but that's why we do what we do and are doing it here, and it's all cool. Um, but it is good to remember the past in a way, too. Rhonda writing in from Swift Current regarding the last interview with Don, uh, Daniela Ponticelli where she said she stands on the shoulders of Serena, who was the first ever major junior female broadcaster in Canada. Uh, Rhonda says, I played ladies ball with Serena. We call her Nick. I pitched. She was my catcher. Great ball player. Lots of laughs with her. 
Call her Nick next time and watch her reaction. Oh, I will be in about four minutes' time when we wrap this up. But as Daniela said, Serena did this play-by-play in a time where it was completely unheard of. And as part of the reason why she didn't do it any longer, she got so much heat. And now's not the time to get into it. But she's like, this isn't as much fun as I thought it would be. Um, People are losers. It wasn't as accepted then as it has been now, or even applauded or celebrated. So that's why we're very happy to have her back on the air and in the business now. Everything happens for a reason. Regarding those coaching rumors, Brian in Hudson Bay, Sask, the Moose Capital, says, how about Kerry Joseph? I heard rumors he would or could be interested. I would say, how about him? Not that I don't think he'd be great, but I would be shocked if he'd want to leave the Seattle Seahawks. Randy in Regina writes in and says, Scott Milanovic, correct me if I'm wrong, did he not sign with the Edmonton Eskimos a number of years ago? At the time, that included a signing bonus that he didn't even take to the field. Signed with an NFL team and bolted the USA with the money. Caller Randy from Regina, was this fair to the Edmonton team? Let me ask you this, Randy. Devil's advocate. Yes, Scott Milanovic did it during the COVID season. But Darian Durant, I bet you love him. He signed with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, took a $70,000 bonus, and then never stepped on the field. How'd you feel about that? Um, It's not totally the same thing, but it's not totally different either. And in the case of Milanovic, it's not his fault they canceled the season during, uh, during COVID. So I don't blame Milanovic for that. But with last minute of play in the RP show today, while I don't have any issue with Milanovic doing that at all, I have far more issue with the Durant thing, but I'm, it's being brought up a lot. But you know what? That's where it's an interesting time in sports. Everybody's getting their opinions out, and we're getting all kinds of opinions. Henry's not ready. Milanovic stole a half a million from Edmonton. This and that guy, and this guy and that gal. Like, here we are. So it's going to take a very strong organization to cut through it all and make the best hire and put their franchise on the right direction. I'm saying it again. Henry Burris. Uh, but they didn't ask, and I'm pretty sure they won't. Thank you to Jim Barker. Thank you to Daniela Ponticelli. Most of all, thank you, the viewers and listeners. Please support our sponsors. We'll see you back here Monday at noon Eastern. Who has more fun than us?
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.